0: For opera lovers, few things can match the thrill of hearing a star singer for the very first time. But who are the singers who wield these mighty instruments? How do we get to know the men and women behind the music? Find out on today's episode of the Metropolitan Opera Guild podcast.
1: The Metropolitan Opera Guild is dedicated to enriching people's lives through an awareness and deeper appreciation of opera. Our podcast features lectures and events presented by the Guild in support of performances at the Metropolitan Opera. The Metropolitan Opera Guild podcast is funded in part by support from the Stuart J. Pierce Memorial Fund. To learn more, visit metguild.org.
0: Since 1936, Opera News magazine has been giving readers an inside look at the world of opera. And this winter and spring, Opera News will be interviewing three opera stars live in front of an audience here at Lincoln Center. All three singers are cast in major roles at the Met this season, and we are so excited to have them join us in our Singer's Studio interview series. I'm Naomi Baratera, and for today's episode, we caught up with Opera News Editor-in-Chief F. Paul Driscoll to get a sneak peek at these three upcoming interviews.
2: I'm extremely excited to be here to talk about the three ladies we have featured in Singer Studio this winter. One of them is Anita rock She's up first on January 24th. Next is Irmanilla Yahoo, who's on March 6th. And then Christine Gerke, who joins us on March 14th. Anita Rockefeller is a mezzo-soprano from Georgia. That's Georgia near Russia, not Georgia in the United States. She is a wonderful dramatic mezzo-soprano. Most people here in New York know her as Carmen, but she's doing her first local performances as Azucena in Trovatore, which opens on January 22nd. And it's a big thrill for us to have her right after her opening of her first local performances of the Gypsy Harrodin. She has a gorgeous voice, wonderful temperament. If any one of you follow her on Instagram, you know that she's got a great sense of humor. She's very happily married, that she has a wonderful pug dog that's featured uh, quite a bit in her Instagram feed. She's already posting a lot of pictures of herself in the Lincoln Center area. I have enjoyed pictures of her in Georgia, which is her native country, and she clearly loves that, but she's also done a lot in Paris and in Milan, in London. She loves to travel, she loves life, she loves Georgian culture, and she celebrates being uh, a singer and celebrates opera all the time. I think she's got a great joie de vivre and sense of fun. So we're very much looking forward to having her here on the 24th of January. And what we will explore is what is it like to have this magnificent type of voice that can extend from uh, the old gypsy of Trovatore, which is what she's singing this season, Azucena, and then the role that most people remember her for in New York is Carmen, where she's incredibly sexy and barefoot and swaggering around and having the men basically fall over from desire. Anita Rakvelishvili's signature role is probably Carmen, which she's done at the Metropolitan Opera and in most of the world's major theaters. This clip is of her singing the habanera in act one, in which Carmen advertises just how attractive she is and also uh, gives a little bit of her life's philosophy to anyone who will listen, which in this particular instance seems to be pretty much everybody in Seville. This performance of Anita Rakvelashvili singing the habanera from act one of Carmen is conducted by Pablo Herras Casado with the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra and Chorus. Next up is Urmanila Yaho, who is from Albania. She is the closest I can think of right now to a cult figure in opera in Europe. There are people in London who go to her performances at Covent Garden night after night after night. Every single one of her performances of Butterfly or Swore Angelica. She has dramatic intensity like nobody else. She is someone who uh, studied in Italy, She worked very hard uh, to get where she is, and she loves giving back to the community. She loves talking to young singers. She does wonderful masterclasses, but this is the first interview conversation that she will have done in New York, and I hope that lots of people come and experience her. She hasn't appeared at the Met very frequently, but she just did a fantastically received production of Tritico in Munich. She was Angelica in Swar Angelica that will be repeated in uh, the summer for the munich festival but her roles are everything that you would expect from a fine dramatic singing actress mimi violetta Angelica, butterfly i think she's one of the best butterflies in the world so we're very very happy to be welcoming her on march 6th she was featured in our diva issue in november for those of you who are Opera news subscribers that's where you've seen the name before Erminelli Yahoo does not have very many recordings. She's recorded quite a bit live uh, in opera houses and so forth. The two recordings that I think are the most interesting are the opera Rara recording of uh, Leoncavallo's Zaza. Zaza is nobody's signature role because the opera is not done that much. Uh, Leoncavallo, obviously we know, is the composer of Pagliacci. His opera Zaza was done at the Met in the 20s as a vehicle for Geraldine Farrar, the great American soprano, and as a matter of fact, was her farewell. It's a story of, uh, shall we say, an entertainer in Paris who is convinced that her lover is cheating on her. She goes with her maid, because everyone takes their maid with them in a situation like this, to trap him, and the door is answered by his child and she realizes he's a very happily married man so her big number as they say is um, a reflection on her sorry state after she's seen how happy he is and she knows that she will never have that level of happiness it's the type of role that really suits Yahoo very very well because there's all this emotional freight loaded into the vocal line and what she can do uh, with the words in anything she sings is really remarkable
3: A voi gli Oh <laughs>
2: The other role that she's uh, represented on uh, recordings with is Swarangelica. Angelica. She's done Swar Angelica in London several times and she just did it in Munich. It's one of her signature roles. Uh, there's a video on YouTube which is lovely and it shows off her ability to really show a character's psychological and emotional isolation. This is a devastating moment in Angelica's life. She's just found out that the child that she thought had been living while she was in the convent has died. And she sings Sinza Mama, you died without your mother. And it's a monologue, but it's also uh, a moment that transcends time. And it's the type of thing that uh, Irma Yaho does brilliantly well. And the third of our three ladies is American dramatic soprano Christine Gerke, who was an Opera News Award winner last year. She was on the cover of the November issue, the Diva issue this year, and she's doing Electra in Richard Strauss's opera this spring at the Met. She's also coming back to the Met next year. Everyone's looking forward to her Brunhildes in the Ring Cycle, which is a role that she's done in Houston and in Chicago. Christine has got a riotous sense of humor. She's incredibly irreverent, very, very funny. She is a product of the Metz Lindemann Young Artist Development Program. She's very grateful for where she is. She is a Helden mommy, as she refers to herself. She has two beautiful daughters and is very happily married and lives in New Jersey. And as she said, when she's not carrying a spear, she's driving an SUV. So she'll talk to us about her life as really a working mother and someone who has had a very, very interesting journey. Christine Gerke is the premier dramatic soprano in the world right now, Uh, American-trained and a product of the Met Young Artist Program. This clip is her singing Odon Fatale at the Richard Tucker Gala in 2015. She is one of several distinguished artists on the Met roster this season, who's a past winner of the Tucker Award. O'Don Fatale is Eboli's aria from Don Carlo. It's the type of role which lies between a dramatic soprano and a dramatic mezzo, which is where Christine says she's the most comfortable. She said she feels about high notes like she's babysitting other people's children. She likes to visit them occasionally, but she doesn't like to live there. So Eboli in that sense is a perfect role for her in the Verdi repertoire. It is conducted by Meister Eugene Cohn, featuring members of the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra in the Richard Tucker Gala. (laughs) Woo! <laughs> We hope that you'll join us for all three of these events in the Singer Studio coming up. The dates, again, are January 24th, Anita Rakvelishvili, March 6th, Ermanella Yahoo, and March 14th, Christine Gerke. Please come to all of them, if you can, or any one of them that you choose. We'd love to have you there.
0: That was F. Paul Driscoll, Editor-in-Chief of Opera News Magazine talking about the upcoming Singer Studio interviews happening here at the Metropolitan Opera Guild in our Opera Learning Center. For those of you who live in the New York City area and want to attend these interviews live, you can purchase tickets online at metguild.org lectures, or you can call the Lectures and Community Engagement ticket line at 212-769-7028, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So to give you the dates one more time, Anita Rochbelishvili will be with us on January 24th, Ermanella Yahoo is on March 6th, and Christine Gerke is on March 14th. And all of these interviews happen from 6 to 7 p.m., so you can just pop over to Lincoln Center after work to catch the interview, or you can plan to attend the interview before going to the opera that night. We'll be back with you on February 7th for an episode exploring Wagner's monumental work, Parsifal. And until then, I'm Naomi Baratera, and thank you for listening.